Welcome to Pod Save Africa. 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 Welcome. Hello, Pod Save Africa listeners. Welcome back to another episode. Yes, we're back with delivering content regularly with the bi-weekly episodes. This episode today is going to be a news update. And so we have three stories as with the style of news updates that we've been doing for the past few months. Um, the first story is from the DRC, Democratic Republic of Congo. Second story is from Nigeria. And the third is from South Africa. Um, just covering three three high level details of informi- of history that we think you should be aware of and a part of. The from Congo with the volcanic eruption, from Nigeria with the Nigerian army, with members of Nigerian army dying in a plane crash, and then with ex-president Zuma and his shenanigans in South Africa. And once we've covered this story, we'll give you a brief takeaway and of course, leave you with a plantain chip of the day, which is basically a fun fact, or maybe not fun, yeah. just a fact from the African continent that is interesting. Uh, so we're going to go ahead and start with a first story. As I mentioned, the first story is coming from Congo, the Democratic Republic of Congo, where a volcano um, on the Mount Niragongo recently erupted um, a few days ago. Uh, this prior to this eruption in 2021, the volcano was last um, active in 2002, but it's known as one of one of um, the world's largest and most active volcanoes. Um, so, and one of the most dangerous volcanoes at the it was initially predicted that the eruption would not affect Congo, but in, instead affect its neighboring country of Rwanda, but that was not the case. Um, unfortunately, it erupted in Goma and um, 15 people so far have been confirmed dead while many f- fled for their lives and left their homes. Um, thankfully, they've been, they've been accepted in Rwanda uh, and allowed peaceful access to Rwanda um, while they're fleeing for their lives in Goma, Congo. Um, As I mentioned, this volcano has been active before in 2002, but however, some people are linking um, the the effects, the eruptions this year back to climate change. Um, There's no strong claims to back that up, but that's just an interesting fact we thought we'd mention. Akedi, any thoughts on this? Well, uh, I, I think one of the things that I found really fascinating, and this is really taking a little bit of an aside, and I think the first thing to state is, you know, I'm, 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 it's terrible that people are hurt by this, uh, and I'm glad that it didn't get as bad as it potentially could have been, um, with the media city being spared from, from the lava. Um, but 
one thing that's always struck me is how ecologically diverse um, the African continent is. Second largest continent on Earth, and we forget that, you know, like mountains, volcanoes, there's so much going on and there's so much, I guess, diversity of, of uh, physical environments that is something we often underestimate because our countries are oftentimes fairly small and we have a limited set of experiences. I was talking to a friend um, that, that lives in Ghana the other day, and she, you know, she's like, yeah, you know, we have earthquakes in Ghana all the time. I, you know, as a Nigerian who's never <laughs> had that experience before, you know, my 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 mind was blown. I was like, "What? Like that is? You know, you guys are right there. Like, how do you have an earthquake and we don't? And we don't feel like like I I would I should know if you guys have earthquakes. But um, it is it is something to reflect on how greatly diverse the, the continent is. Um, but but I'm 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 you know pathetic of course to 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 how this has. Played out hopefully the government progress of the individual that's affected by the US and some of the community support people displaced or affected by this in any way whatsoever. Um but yeah, those are my thoughts. Yeah, thank you for your thoughts. Um my only additional thoughts is uh, as I mentioned, some people have late claims that this the eruption may be due to the effect the detrimental effects of climate change and if you want to understand that a little bit more i would urge you to listen to the episode where we really broke down how climate change is shaping the current continent um and oh, what is climate change um and all of that information but a short synopsis of that would essentially be that due to carbon emissions, mostly due from the West um, with countries like the US having one of the largest carbon footprints, that the, the Earth is kind of not able to catch up to the detrimental effects that are being laid on, on, on it. Um, and so leading to things like locust invasions, like cyclones, like heavy flooding, much more heavy occurring at current much more than in the past um, and could also be linked back to, to this case of the eruption. Um, and essentially the West is contributing the most to it, but unfortunately the African continent, which is unable to because mostly due to development contributes to large carbon footprints, but are dealing with the consequences the most. So like I mentioned, I would urge you all, if you want a bit more understanding to to check out that episode, do your research, but we cover in a great deal of what climate change means and what that means to the African continent. But now we're going to move on to the next story. Akeli, would you like to cover that for us? Of course, I get it, I get it. Um, unfortunately, this is uh, even also on a, on a fairly low um, Lieutenant General Ibrahim Atahiru, um, the, 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 the Chief of Army Staff for Nigeria, um, passed in a, in a helicopter accident on the 21st of May and was 54 years of age and survived, of course, by his family. Um, he was top brass in the Nigerian army, um, recently appointed as of the 26th of January of this year. Um, so effectively take over the, the efforts uh, in the fight against insurgency. Um, I suspect that his appointment was due to his work done in 2017 from May to December um, because he was a commander of the Boko Haram counterinsurgency operation, Operation Lafayette Dole. Um, and you know, at the time, you know, I, I think I think there was a reflection on maybe that was one of the better times against the insurgency. But he's led the, the efforts of the Nigerian army whose major focus at this time has been. Uh, you know, counter-insurgency efforts against uh, 
really felt at point because you know presence who Harry was was under a lot of pressure to you know take action for the the situation wasn't getting any better. His major campaign promise in his first term was hey we're going to get rid of this and I'm an army guy. Um I have this experience um but it hadn't been dealt with it still hasn't been dealt with you know maybe that's a reflection on 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 the performance so far but um it is terribly uh, you know unfortunate that he's he's died in a helicopter accident. Um, which also claimed the lives of 10 other officers. Um, it's, it's really, you know, quite a quite a, uh, a, a terrible thing to happen. Um, the most recent news we've gotten on the uh, on the uh, counterinsurgency activities were that, you know, uh, Boko Haram and ISWAP, a different uh, uh, terrorist group, were fighting amongst themselves, and the leader may have been, you know, quite significantly wounded. Um, and what may have been a highlight, I guess, has now turned into kind of a significant cause for concern because essentially head honcho in the fight against Boko Haram is now um, dead. Um, everybody on board or board crashed, uh, and you know it's, it's it's really quite it's really quite a significant thing. Um, a lot of things to think about now are you know what's going to happen next. What's the president going to do? Who is he going to appoint? Is this an opportunity for him to take a more serious stance on? On the fight against Boko Haram, what what happens next? Monica, what are your thoughts? Um, my thoughts is that this 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 news is very shocking, and especially and a bit scary, especially as it comes as a period of time where Nigeria is facing heavy heavy insecurity on all sides, um, and I I don't know if my words can convey the level of of danger. That's that's the country seems to be to be at risk of, and so when you have um, this group that is essentially the mission is to to help Nigeria. Although as as recent news has shown, it has not always been the case. They've often been the perpetrators of the harm, but in essence, their their primary goal is to you know keep the country preserve the country's security. But um, members of that group, including the chief of the army, in dead, it, it, it's, it cannot help but make you slightly nervous or scared. Um, and so I agree with your thoughts. I hope the president is quick to take action and appoint uh, a new chief that would, um, that would do right by the nation i share my condolences with the families of the chief of the army and all the other um, army staff that were not mentioned um, in the news stories that were covered um i hope that they have peace during this difficult time thank you very much it certainly is quite a significant answer, but i think it's something we should pay attention to because it feels like the counter and certain efforts in Nigeria at a turning point. Um, we hope the army takes an entirely different direction. Seems like they're often more focused on internal repressive activities and actual defense of the citizens of the country. Um, but we hope things go in a different direction. Our third and final story um, or news updates is coming from South Africa, a country in Southern Africa. Um, former President Jacob Zuma, who is probably our most famous president on this podcast. He's, we love him. 
next to Mugabe. I'm not sure who we've spoken about more, but he's currently facing corruption cases. Um, and he's on he's set to go on trial on the 26th. It was initially scheduled for May 20, May 17th, but was postponed to May 26th. Um, on and he's facing 16 charges of fraud, graft, racketeering related to a 1999 purchase of fighter jets, patrol boats, and military gear from five European armed firms um, um, for 30 billion rand, which at that time was equivalent to 5 billion US dollars. So at the time of this deal, of this fraudulent deal, he was serving as the deputy, deputy president to Dambo Mbeki. Um, and he's been accused um, during this deal of taking bribes, totaling 4 million rand um, from one of the firms known as Thales, which is a major defense company, a major French defense company. Um, so this trial, if you follow it in detail, is hilarious, at least to me, there's so much has happened. Um, he has, the case has been postponed numerous times with Zuma lodging a string of motions to, to keep deflecting um, and to have the charges dropped. Thankfully, the charges have not been dropped. At some point in time, his entire legal team quits and didn't give a reason why. Um, <laughs> you know, like, if, if you really follow this, you know, this story, it's kind of hilarious. In, on one hand, and then another detail is that Zuma was present. Um, I was backed by the ANC, which is Africa's National Congress, which is one of the um, African National Congress. And my apologies, which is one of one of the major political powers in South Africa, and has produced presidents, including the current president Cyril Ramaphosa, um, as well as um, former presidents that we all love. I don't know what his name is keeping my mind. Akedi, please help me. Um, famous president, South Africa, died, spent mm. spent mm. time in prison. Really? Oh, I'm man. sorry? Nelson Mandela. Nelson Mandela. Nelson Mandela. I, I'm sorry. I apologize, listeners. I my my brain my brain just drew a blank. Um, but yes, those all those presidents have come from this um this political party called African National Congress, including Sambo Mbeki and also um, Jacob Zuma. And so now the party is torn apart. On one hand, some members are supporting Jacob Zuma, saying that he's he's not guilty of these charges. And on some hand, um, others are trying to bring the, the charges against him, including the current president, Cyril Ramaphosa. Um, and so it's, this is just a story to, to be on the lookout for. Um, we'll see how the trial on the 26th goes. And um, yeah, Katie, what are your thoughts? My thoughts are, ha, Nico. Jesus. It's deeply unfortunate that that it's become such a recurring staple of our of our uh, uh, podcast here by showing up so many times as part of. Of the as part of the, the the podcast, oftentimes associated with some form of corruption issue or another. Um, it's the one. he was president for a long time, but like, yo, how long were you president for that? Like, you could have gotten all this. Like, this was a lot to have happened. 
in such a short amount of time. But apparently, um, nine, apparently nine years. Yeah, ago. nine years. Apparently, and he nine, resigned. Nine years. Oh. And he resigned. Remember that he stayed. Yeah, he got. Yeah. So, so I mean, I mean, what, what I will say that it's perhaps a testament to the South African justice system that they are litigating this. They are, you know, making a statement that no one can be on power. That we will, you know, you can always be checked. As a message to those who are in power right now, that you know, you have your fun right now, but we can make the rest, very rest of your life very miserable by falling off with you as aggressively as possible. And, and for me, it just, yeah, it's um, it's 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 terribly disappointing that we have to discuss this again. Hopefully, they come to the the, the, the truth of, of the matter and, and whatever the scandal is, and everybody associated gets um gets due justice because that's how you better society. That's how you build strong institutions. Um, so, despite the disappointments that a corrupt thing is happening, I think there's a silver line that the justice system is doing what it's supposed to do. Correct. Um, and I think we we covered a bit of what was going on in South Africa at the time where Cyril Ramaphosa was campaigning and becoming president. And one of the major one of the major points that he campaigned on was to to snuff out corruption in South Africa. And so. I think it's a bit of a relief to see him trying to do that and essentially coming for his predecessor, um, Jacob Zuma, in this way. Um, I think it takes guts to do that. And um, I, I wish him luck in, in those endeavors. Akari, would you now take us on to our takeaways from this three story and just in general? Of course, of course. I will get you to the takeaways. So this week, takeaways were, you know, these are really important stories. Like what really is the financial impact? And I found security is a big deal. Um, countries invest significantly in their security. I think we have we have to evolve what that looks like. It's why so many armies are so big. Um, but you know, looking at the first story in, in Congo, you know, security is making sure people are safe from ecological disasters and developing effective strategies and responses and things like that to make sure that people are protected and are able, able to, to recuperate in the event of something that's uncontrollable. Of course, the volcanic reaction is nobody's fault, but the way we react to it is important. I think investing in security for security systems and processes and strategies that like to react to things like that are important. In our second story, we see how the, the, the loss of this is a, a, a pinnacle of the security uh, ecosystem in Nigeria is potentially a huge deal for them, even as they battle, you know, insurgencies all over the country and and really in the northern part of the country and and how, what that could potentially mean for them going further. And then in our next story, you know, you see the story of, of Jacob Zuma, two billion dollar arms. That's a lot of money. Actually, what's that? Five billion dollar arms deal. So five billion dollars arms deal, like you, you know. The, one the, for the fact for a for the arms able to even be that large comparative to the, the relative sizes of African countries' budget, it shows you how big and how important a factor it is. And oftentimes, even the the, the, the process of providing and protecting people has the whole the, the, the talons of corruption sense to sometimes sink, sink its its uh, heels into. Um, I mentioned you know General Buratai during our coverage of. Uh, the untimely death of, of General Atahiru, he was he was involved involved in a, in a massive you know fraud case. So it's it's regarding you know an arms deal. So um, it's security is a big deal, and and evolving the way we think about it and protecting the process so we make sure that 
we have effective strategies for allowing security to actually protect the people without being uh, affected by the corruption that seems so, perm so permeated in, in the rest of our government is, is crucial. Um, so yeah, that's the takeaway for the day. You want to hit us with the uh, plantain chip of the day? Of course, I would love to. Our plantain chip for the day is that there have been at least 35 different civil wars on the African continent. 35, so three, five people, different civil wars in different countries on the African continent with some countries like Chad, the Democratic Republic of Chad and Libya having at least four different civil wars. That is a lot of civil wars. And I don't know about you, but just paints the level of stability or lack thereof in these countries. Um, so yeah, that's our plantain chip of the day. 35 different civil wars, uh, about 54 different African countries, just to, to paint a picture of, of what that looks like. Excellent. Thank you for sharing that. Uh, it's quite an alarming fact. I mean, that's one in lot of civil wars. Well, many countries go to civil wars, and that in itself is not alarming, but it's also an evidence of how young many of these countries are and mm -hmm. how they're going to, to evolve. Um, but yeah, um, that's our episode for today, guys. Thank you so much for sitting in and listening to us. We definitely appreciate you. We're going to work very hard to make sure we're putting our episodes as consistently as possible. There are content of stories of people and critical and important things important that we continue to reflect that in as many ways as possible. We are looking to grow and expand our podcast and to become even better for our listeners. So if you have any ideas on how we could improve, please feel free to reach out to us. Our email is portsaveafrica at email.com. We're always willing and looking forward to constructive criticism or, you know, tell us what we're doing well, tell us what we're great at. We, we also definitely receive and appreciate the encouragement feel free to share with your friends let them know who's talking about the content there um and we appreciate you that that's it from us uh Anton, do you have any final thoughts yes um one new update from us as a podcast that we haven't shared as much as we could is that as part of our you know sharing um information about the african continent and informing all of us is we've added a new section to our website. So our website is saveafricapod.com and we're constantly updating that. It, of course, houses all of our news, all of our episodes, but it now includes a section for, you know, quizzes um, and, and fun trivia, a fun trivia section where you can get to try your hands at how much African knowledge you you know of. Um, we have different fun quizzes, one about flag. Can you identify which country which flag belongs to? Another about presidents. And we're constantly updating that site. So please be on the lookout. Uh, let us know what your thoughts are. Let us know what type of quiz you would like to take, you know, um, if, if that's your shtick. I know myself, I love a good trivia. Um, and was excited when we started including that. So again, our website is save, S-A-V-E, Africa, A-F-R-I-C-A, pod.com. It's essentially pod save Africa, but just, you know, turned a little bit on its head, .com. Um, and again, you can leave some feedback on the podcast as well. Um, we're open to your comments and open to delivering more content to you and building this community that we so much enjoy being a part of. As always, thank you for listening um, and we look forward to speaking to you soon.
Bye. Bye. Sure.